I got yelled at today. Why? I left uh <laughs> I left a bunch of dishes in the sink. <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> Alex enjoys dirtying dishes and leaving them in the sink just as much as making a meal. Yeah. Like it's part of it. Oh man, I can't wait to make Mix macaroni and cheese, and for every I'm gonna dirty a bowl every time I make get a bowl. I mean, I clean up a little bit. I like run water through it, and then I just leave yeah, it in the sink. You do it. You do some. Yeah, you do a little. This is Alex Sturgeon with the Hobby Town Hobbyplex. And uh, I'm manager, race director, um, with me as always. Will Brinton. And uh, this is the Hobbyplex Show podcast. Remember, we, uh, we, stopped, we stopped doing shows the first Monday of the month. So we skipped last week. Uh, that was the first official one that we skipped with that new, um, that new schedule. Because otherwise, that ends up being too long of a day for me. Yeah. So Understandable. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, today there's, there's, there's mostly, we're going to talk about our Techno Winter Series. Um, I wanted to get that trackside race in because I just knew that some of our locals went up there. Definitely. Um, we, uh, and we that's, a pre- that's a pretty decent event. No, it's one of the biggest, notch. one of the biggest off-road races of the year, really, if you think about it. Yeah. With uh, the Reedy race probably not happening for a while, you basically have the CRC race. That'll be the that'll be the race that kind of starts off twenty two again. Yeah. And then for ten scale electric, I mean you've got the let's see. You got that race, and then you've got the the uh desert classic at hobby action. Mm-hmm. And then the J Concept series. Well, the J Concept series, which we don't know mm-hmm. where round one's gonna be at yet. Yeah. But uh at least I don't. Um but uh, I mean, you got our Pro Tech race, which honestly isn't there yet. I wish it were. Yeah. But, but I mean, it's I mean, it's still it's our big race, really. Hmm. Um. And then of course the Nats, and all you know, all four or five INS races. I think there's going to be four of them. And then, what's there in the fall? With the Surf City not going to be around, or at least as of right now. I can't even think of anything. Can you? I don't know. I don't know. Eight scale races. Yeah, eight scale races. That starts up. I mean, that never really ends. Think about that. No. Because AMS is next weekend as well. And then the next thing you know, there's uh I think what's the one they call it in the winter? Is it uh is it Wicked Weekend already? Yes. I think so. And then Psycho Nitro Blast. Yeah. I don't know. They have so many of them now that I, I forget the names of them all. Well, I... And, of course, the Nitro I, Challenge. I can never keep them all straight. One, I haven't been to one yet. Yeah. And two, they're all, like, abbreviated names. <laughs> like, there's AMS and uh, P... Whatever, Psycho... PNB, whatever. Psycho Nitro Blast. Yeah, and PNB. it's, like... Like... A lot of, a lot of uh, abbreviations or whatever to keep straight. Acronyms? Acronyms. A- acronyms. Yeah, a lot of acronyms to try to keep straight for races I've never been to. Yeah. So here's trackside. I wanted to go over this real fast because we did have some locals go up there. So Tom Ritternecht finished 10th 
uh, in mod two wheel, it looks like. Um, let me see here. Uh, Ethan Delaire finished 23rd. Wait, where's, where's Alex? Alex finished 12th. Ethan Delaire finished 23rd. Owen Vanderbeek finished 24th. Nate Sutherland finished 26th. And Mac Vanderbeek finished 28th. Wow. And there was How many entries did they have in? 37. And that was in mod two wheel. And then I'm curious about four wheel drive. Let me see if I can find it here. Tom Rennerneck was seventh. Vanderbeek was eighth. Good job. Making the main. That's awesome. Uh, Nate Sutherland was 16th. Delaire was 17th. Owen Vanderbeek was 20th. And that's it. They had 26 four-wheel drive mods. Wow. And then I'm pretty sure Vanderbeek TQ'd around a 40-plus. Nice. Um, he ended up finishing fifth. I think that was it in the 40-plus. Man, they had 27 40-plus racers. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. And uh, there be three mains. Yeah, they did triple A mains. Or I mean, like they had three heats. Of oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, forty three plus. Heats. That's yep. pretty awesome. And I think uh, I think Jason also Rona TQ'd around, and he ended up finishing third. Alan Horn, of course. Uh, Brent Brent Telke must not have been there. It <laughs> 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 there would have been the usual the usual suspects in forty plus. Paul Chicarello as well. Let's see, two wheel drive mod. Yeah, so that's that's pretty awesome. Huge race up there. We had a huge weekend ourselves. Um, there was a uh, RC Pro Series race in, in Thornhill as well. That was that was pretty well attended. It was a pretty big weekend of racing altogether, all just across the country, really. And then uh, we're doing it again. Aren't you doing it again? Where are you going? I'm going to Shaw's in Oklahoma with Chad Parks next weekend. And is that outdoor? It's outdoor, dude. I'm mounting up some sprinters right now. I got some double D's for my gas truck mounted up right now. Yeah, it's going to be old school, man. Nice. So I'm getting my gas truck changed over to outdoor. I filled out a setup sheet just so I uh, I could put my truck back to the way I had it, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to mess that truck up. No, it's pretty decent. Yeah. Before we get started with the techno series, just wanted to uh, do a couple of things. First off, did you know that this show is sponsored by Pivot Lending Group? It is? Yeah, it is. Wow, what did, what did they do there at Pivot? Uh, they do home loans and refinances and stuff. And uh, they're also connected with a whole bunch of realtors too. So if you're in the market for a house, you can uh, go find one. Uh, do they offer any options as far as discounts if I uh, mention the show? Yeah, it's a $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate. Interesting. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Store that in the old memory bank and yeah. use that when I need it. I forget who we're supposed to talk to. I think there's this guy, David Olson, uh, but his dad, or <laughs> I screwed that up. There's uh, <laughs> this kid, Aiden Olson. You're supposed to talk to his dad. Yeah. Aiden Olson's dad. Yeah. Yeah. And Don Zoller. Yeah, and Don Zoller. Yeah. Never met her. I, you know what? I don't think I've ever met her in person either. I think the commercial stuff we did early was was via um, uh, Zoom, and then with the refinance that we did was all by email, and the app. You, you know, you can download this app, and pretty much do your entire home loan through your phone. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yep. The only person we ever talked to in person was the notary. He had a stack of papers like this deep, 
and just we just notarized everything as we went. It was crazy. What's new? Um, and then really quick, uh, the Hobbyplex got in a couple new items. So we got in the um, the one eight scale Mega Infraction. <laughs> Do they call it the Mega Infraction? Well, it's the Infraction Mega. So the Infraction. So they have two cars out. They've got the Infraction and the. Uh, oh God, I'm skipping. I'm forgetting the name on the other one. Oh my gosh, it's not. Um, Oh my gosh, I'm terrible. Anyways, uh, the infraction is brushed, and so mm-hmm. all all of the Arma brushed cars are called Mega. So, the brushless one. Hang on, I'm going to get it here in a second. And we have both of them, and we actually got them in kind of early. Um, we're one of the top stores for Horizons, so basically, um, uh, it's part of their premier partnership, whatever they call it. And we end up, um, getting stuff before it's actually out. So people can come in and look at them. So the vendetta, so we've got the vendetta and the infraction, the vendetta is the brushless one. The, the infractions are brushed and they went on sale Friday and we have tons of them. And I think I've looked at the sales yesterday and uh, we've already sold a couple of them. I thought that was pretty rad. And then of course we got the big one. We got the felony and the, the big infractions too, and the limitless. Uh, and then what else did we get new that was kind of cool and important? I don't even remember. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. But th- that's the main one. Just I'm talking about new products. And uh, that's one of the big ones. Uh, we got in some E-Flight, uh, new airplane. And that the airplane one I skipped on What's New for some reason. I was dumb. And I uh, forgot about it at, on What's New. But everything else was in our What's New Wednesday. Oh, we got in a whole bunch of these Kyosho cars. You know how Kyosho has those touring cars with the with the really def, uh, the really awesome scale bodies on them. Yeah, the what is what is There's it? A, uh, auto auto scale. The Chevelle, the um, uh, El Camino. Uh, oh, there was another one. Uh, GTO Pontiac GTO. Oh, that's cool. So we've had those in, but then uh, we went ahead and ordered the other ones. I think there's like a Supra. And, uh, I think it may be a Subaru or something, a Mercedes. There's another racing Mercedes. We just get those in cause they look cool. We used to do the same thing with HPI onward cars. We just get them in cause they look cool. So, and they do, they look really cool. And, uh, the cars seem to work pretty good. They're brushed. So they're not crazy fast. You're not going to break stuff. And if you, if you try to break stuff, well then that's on you basically. Yeah. You know, if you put in a, uh, if you don't listen to us and you put in a 6,700 KV, brushless motor well that's that's your fault mm-hmm. you know yeah you gotta listen yeah you gotta listen to us the winner is um all right well let's do it you want to talk about the techno series sure okay uh what, you skipped last year right yeah and the year before that was that the year you won e-buggy or was that two two years ago i won e-buggy in Oh, it doesn't say on the thing. Let me. It doesn't. I think I got the no. I think I got the plaque down here. Whoops. That would have oh. been my fault. Uh, seventeen to eighteen. Oh, seventeen eight. Wow, holy crap! Dude, I just have like a box of trophies down here. Like, I haven't put them up yet since I moved downstairs. So I won. That means that I won e buggy in sixteen and seventeen. Yeah. Holy crap! That was a long time ago. Hmm. I thought it was sooner than that for some reason. I did too. Huh. So, yeah, I only skipped a year. But... Oh, 
you know what? Mason Mason got me. I I I ran my Mugen the year after you won eBuggy, and it came down to the last round, and Mason destroyed me, and and won the points on the last the last week. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Because I know I won the year before you did with my Losi car. Then that was the last year I ran for Losi. And then you won eBuggy on the tie. And then yeah. And then I was winning eBuggy. And then Mason started getting super fast and just obliterated us at the end of the year. And then I ran. Just found another gear. Yeah. And then I didn't run anything the year after that. And I think I ran Mini Truggy last year. Yeah. And then, like you said, you skipped a year. But we both did pretty well. Honestly. This weekend? Yeah. Yeah, I, it was a good day. Um, so we had uh, we had 239 entries. We need to talk about that. I was a little nervous going into this one because I kind of had a feeling that it was going to be a massive turnout. Yeah. And I'm not complaining in any way, shape, or form. I just, I just, I build up a lot of anxiety because I don't want anything to go wrong. Sure. You know? And when you have that many entries, I mean, if something goes wrong, the next thing you know, you know, what should be a, let's say a 16 hour day can quickly turn into an 18 hour day if you're not careful, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, luckily nothing, nothing really kept the show from going. We did have something go wrong, yeah. which is the first time that that's happened hardly ever. Um, we'll talk about that here in a little bit, but, uh, it didn't really affect anything. And I learned something too. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll tell you guys about that here in a minute. Um, but 239 entries. It said 238, but there was one that I must not have clicked paid on. And so there's actually 239. That means we had 129 people. Um, the Plex is set up with regular racing for 132 pit spots. When when we do a big race, we 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 move a whole bunch of stuff around. We can have 150 pit spots. So, uh, we were pretty close. Also that, that I don't think we've ever had that much for any of our weekend nitro races. Yeah. Not that I can think of. Like I was thinking back to, uh, the J concepts races, the, uh, Byron's races, all those weekend races that we used to do RC pro series. I, I don't think we've ever had that many for a weekend event. And we knocked out. 239 entries in one day. Yeah, it is pretty badass. Yeah. And like, you, like if you think about it, like compared to like an electric race, you know, that's normally three days or four days even. Yes. <laughs> and yep. I, I mean, honestly, there's only seven classes. Mm-hmm. Like the summer series is nine classes and we never get that many. Yeah. That's nuts to me. I mean, so we were done at 1219. I mean, come on. That's still, that's pretty badass. That's really good. Like I was, when, when I, when I tallied up all the entries, you know, Saturday morning and I saw how many there were and I was like, oh my God, it's going to be like one 30, you know? So, uh, but we did two things. First off, um, I cut down some of the main times and what, what made me happy about that is nobody complained. (laughs) Like not one person was like, oh man, what the hell? Like they all get it. Everybody gets it. They're like, yeah. We, yeah, that makes sense, you know? So all the lower, all the lower nitro mains are only 10 minutes long. We normally do like 15 for the, for the pro for nitro buggy, but we yeah. just, we just made it 10. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
Um, and then we knocked down the Truggy main from 30 to 20. And I think, I think that'll, the, that change will be permanent. I think, I think I don't mind having a 15 minute B main if we got time for it, but like the Truggy main, for instance, I mean, hardly half the field hardly ever finishes a Truggy main anyways. And it's not because nobody's any good. It's just because that's a lot of work for a Truggy to do to stay running. Yeah. So I had thought about that even last year. I was like, man, we should, we should just make the Truggy minute. Cause like the, the, the buggy one to me, that's the premier class that should be 30 minutes. Yeah. Unless your computer crashes with six minutes left to go. But, but, <laughs> but, yeah. but that one should be 30 minutes. I think, I think sportsman's good at 20. I think Truggy's good at 20 and uh, it doesn't take any advantage away either because like, like if you can go 10 minutes on a tank, well, 30 minutes, it, it would actually, the advantage would get worse, you know? So I didn't see any problem with doing that. Um, and then last year we kind of flirted with the idea of, of making some of the electric buggy lower mains longer, you know, but, and, yeah. if, and I think if we had a hundred entries, I don't, I don't think that would be a problem, but the rest of the time it, it's just, we got to go, you know? So uh, I think that helped out a ton. And then the other thing that I did is uh, I was able to eliminate probably four mains by making it nine instead of eight and bumping two. So, you know, our track, we, we used to run at like the Byron's race. We used to run 10 and two. And with 12 cars, it got a little crazy. Eight scales, you know. Uh, you guys in stadium truck were different. Plus, I'll tell you why I did that anyways. But, um, but with eight scale, it, 12 cars is a lot on our track. And I, I don't like doing that because I want you guys to have fun, clean races. But 11, yeah, you can kind of fudge it. And then most of the time, most of the time, unfortunately, somebody's going to break. So you might have 11 cars for, say, a minute or two, and then the next thing you know, you got nine or eight. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't really affect anything that bad. And all, all the starts were mostly good. There was a few really bad ones at the start of the day, but but that was just because it's lower mains, and that's what happens. Yeah, the Catalina Wagon Rixer begins. Yeah. There's nothing really wrong with that. It's not like, you know, it's not like nobody's out there crashing into each other on purpose. They're just inexperienced, and that's going to happen. Yeah. So uh, I think I think if I stuck to eight, it, we probably would have been there until one easily, actually. Yeah. So, so we just made it work, and then everybody was on time. I don't think I had to wait for maybe maybe once or twice throughout the day, but that was about it. Beginning of the gas truck, man. Yeah, the beginning. Uh, of, yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. Yeah. Like, Jared, Jared, never mind. Well, I was just, Jared and I were like standing up there, like, we're both like, what is going on? <laughs> like, and then, then we looked down, like, Chad's on the track. Like, what is Chad? The worst Chad's pig guy. <laughs> yeah. You know that, you know that meme, uh, the Pulp Fiction meme with, um, uh, Jules and he's like he's like doing this that's what Chad yeah. looked like that's totally yeah. what Chad looked like yeah exactly yeah like where's my guy at <laughs> so we had I want to just wanted to show this so we had a G main my one of my favorite mains because I get to go G main an expert e-buggy we had almost 60 expert e-buggies a lot of experts. Yeah, it's like fifty-eight cars. That's awesome. 
Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So we started the A main of Sportsman Nitro at 1016. No, we, it would have started right at 10 o'clock, like right before 10, like 955, because mm-hmm. it was done at 1016. So um, Sportsman, man, Sportsman's going to be another good year. There's this, uh, these guys are, are the parody between these guys is pretty, pretty close. There's like nobody that just is, is a ton better than everybody else, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, John Kinzer blew up his engine on the starter box. Oh, is that what happened? Yes. So we, that was one of the ones we were waiting on the very first race. I was, it looked like they were trying, they had a bad starter box. Mm-hmm. And so they were trying like two or three different starter boxes and, the, and it, the thing wouldn't turn over and it broke a connecting rod while on the box. Ugh. So too many death revs. So I don't feel terrible. I mean, I feel bad for him, but I don't feel terrible now for starting without him because there's, there, you can't, there's nothing you do about that. Yeah. Like you aren't doing an engine. So somebody would have to give you another car. Yeah, like. basically. Um, so with that, your TQ is out of the race before it even started. And uh, Philip Hoke um, ended up taking the win, um, but just barely. He finished eight tenths of a second in front of Bill Nichols. And Bill Nichols, if you uh, don't know, is your 40 plus Region 8 uh, Nitro champ. Hmm. He was at Fastlane in 40 plus. Uh, Keith Vanderhyde, who came down from Minnesota, um, he had a pretty good day, qualified third, just kind of stayed there. Uh, Tim Crystal ended up fourth. Logan Prismanis, uh, I think he had a fast car. I just think, uh, um, I don't know what was going on. I think he crashed too many times. But uh, you know what's crazy about Logan is he's doing a lot of this stuff on his own. He doesn't really have his, I mean, his dad's working on his stuff sometimes, but he works for us, and he's really knowledgeable. But a lot of people aren't going to realize this, that Logan won Plex Spec at the Summer Series. In like 2007, when he was like four years old. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's been a lifelong plexer, and he was one of the very first plexpec champs. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and it was when he was very, very young. And I think it was with a rustler. I think he had a he had he had this like blue rustler. I think is what he raced. Hmm. Um, I wonder if he still has it. You know, that's a good question. They got so many cars. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Dunn finished sixth. Devin Wright finished seventh. Eric Wunchell was eighth. Tyler Studer uh, made the main, finished ninth. Um, and then, like I said, John Kinzer didn't start. So, kind of lame. Uh, but, I mean, still got a TQ point, so it's not going to be terrible. Um, hang on a second. I got a special, I got a special surprise for myself. Surprise. So I am treating myself today with a Smirnoff Ice screwdriver. Smirnoff Ice, huh? Gotta think of everything, bro. Huh? It's one of my favorites. Because I, I can't find Henry's hard soda anymore. Henry, get out of the soda hard business? That stuff was so awesome that, I mean, I could drink that for days because it doesn't really taste like it, there's any alcohol in it, even though there is. Um, anyways, dude. This is the next best thing, and uh, I didn't want to stop and get a kickstart, so this is all I had at my house that was cold. And Gretchen was yelling at me. She's like, you're not going to drink that on the way there. I'm like, of course I'm not going to drink it on the way there. You're like, don't tell me what to do. I'm yeah. grabbing a roadie. <laughs> <laughs> all 
Um, okay. All right. So here we go. We're going to get this out of the way. So the expert nitro a main. So, uh, today, well, I'll tell everybody what happened. So, um, so we're running the races. Everything's going fine. I always like to get the two buggy mains out of the way. And I really enjoy having sportsmen because the way we set it up is the sportsman guys can marshal for the expert guys. So in that regard, because it used to be we didn't when we didn't have sportsmen and expert, I I remember years past where it was a struggle to get people to marshal in the mains. Mm-hmm. Like I used to run the expert A main last because I was like, oh, it's the expert A main. They should run last because they're it's a premier class. But because they ran last, hardly anybody was left except pit guys. And so it was always a struggle bus to get marshals. I mean, it really was. It was really frustrating. So one one of the reasons why I added a sportsman class was that I felt like because the injuries were getting so high, I'm like, well, now we can split it up. And I don't think that it's going to interfere. But also now I got marshals, you know. So so everything was going right. Everything was going the way it was supposed to. And right after the final pit spot started to happen, uh, my computer crashed. Yeah. It, uh, it, 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 uh, it popped up and it said windows has encountered a problem and needs to restart. And I was announcing the race and I looked back to like check the gap or something. I saw that and I'm just like, Oh no, you gotta be kidding me. And I sat there and I looked at it for a second and I'm like, well, what do I do? And, uh, that's when I just announced, I'm like, guys, we have to stop the race. You know, I kind of had, I knew who was top three. And I also know that with live time, you can go in and you can, you can find the time of the start of the race. And the, and then you can, you can play with the end time to get the laps. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I would have lost the final results anyways, but, um, but just the fact that we weren't able to complete the 30 minute race really bummed me out. And we never have computer problems. That's for yeah. Me, for, this is the first one I can remember. For me, I, I, I am so intent on us having a professional, efficient race program. That that I've gone out of my way. Like I bought this computer. This is my computer. I bought it specifically to run races. It cost a thousand bucks, and I bought it with my own money because I wanted. I wanted to have that because we at, back back uh, back when Windows Eight was still around, like like our our club race computer was on Windows Eight, and mm-hmm. it, Windows Eight sucked. It was really unstable. Stuff would always go wrong. Before the Windows Ten update, we we actually did have a problem at a Techno Series race with that with the scoring computer. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm running the same computer now that I was back then. So our, our club race computer is actually older than this. And I bought this in 2017, but because it's on windows 10, it is uh, super, it, it's way more stable. Yeah. So, you know, I probably could run it for our big races, but I still don't want to because I bought this computer knowing that it was a much more powerful, capable computer. Well, I bought this in 2017 I had to go back and look because I forgot. And I was like, oh my gosh, this computer is four years old. Yeah. You know? And uh, my history with laptops is like, it seems like almost every four years. 
I got to get a new one. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, um, I have a plan. So, uh, oh, but, but besides that, so I learned something new though. So it, it restarted and then I clicked on lifetime and opened it up and there was a little pop-up that said, it looks like, uh, you were in the middle of a race when something happened. Would you like us to, uh, to bring the race back up so you, that you can finish it. And I was like, Oh, well, yeah, of course. So I clicked. Yes. Well, then what happened was it showed how much time was left was, which was pretty close. It was like six minutes. And then, and then everybody started crossing the line that was still out there that couldn't hear me or, or, or didn't stop and their, Mm -hmm. their laps counted. So if that ever happens again, I'm not gonna have anybody stop. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to announce that I've, I'm in the middle of something. Um, give me a second, but keep going. Everybody's still racing. Everybody's still racing. And if it, if it, if it does ever happen again, I know that Lifetime's got it programmed so that it can catch back up. Mm-hmm. So then what I can do is I can let the time expire. I can go into the database. I can go into edit race. I can find the time and I can, yeah. I can have this thing recalculate it to get all the laps correct. Yeah which I didn't know that I didn't know that until this time. So that's something, I mean, honestly with lifetime, I learned something new with lifetime because there's, it's such a powerful scoring program. I learned, I learned something new about that system almost every time I use it or, or if, or if there's a problem, I I learn from it, you know? Yeah. So uh, hopefully that'll never happen again, but if it does, at least I know that now, we can do that. We can go, we can do that. But also here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to try to do from now on. So tomorrow I'm taking everything to the Plex. I'm going to hook everything up and I'm going to hook up the club race computer and I'm going to put it in parent child mode. Like we do at Roar races. So basically what will happen is, is, uh, everything that, that the, that the main computer does, the backup computer will also do. So when you cross, um, you're supposed to, you're supposed to have a redundant, uh, loop as well. If you, mm-hmm. if you really want to do it this way, you should have a redundant loop. So you have two separate loops, two separate computers, but, but, and they're both doing stuff at the same time. But you can also just, because we hardly, I mean, honestly, I can't even think of the last time we had a problem with the loop, you know, with the, the actual scoring box, knock on yeah. wood, knock on wood. But, uh, um, but as long as that's, going, that's plugged in, both your computers can pick up that same one. So if something does happen to the main computer, your backup computer is still running, still scoring stuff. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hook everything up and I'm gonna refresh my memory on how to do it because I haven't done it since I've done a roar race, which was 2018. Mm-hmm. I think, something like that. So so from now on, that's what we're gonna do at all of our big events. And it's something I've been thinking about doing for a while, and I just I've been like, ah, I got my super awesome computer, it'll be fine. And then this happens. So Yes, that's uh, so we got that going for us. So uh, that being said, you had Mason and Jared who were, um, for the most part, about five seconds apart for a majority of this race. They were, they were nose to tail. Um, I think Jared actually dropped a pretty good pass on Mason. And then Mason got it back after a bobble from Jared. And then... And then something happened where Jared needed a marshal, and then that was five seconds, and then that gap kept going back and forth. Mason finally made a mistake, and they were nose to tail again, and then something else happened, and then the pit stops happened, and then the computer thing happened. So um, so when that happened, uh, I went through and I found, I, f- I found when 
the laps started getting funny. So I went into the computer and I, and I, and I, I followed the race until you could tell that something was up and people were slowing down or stopping altogether. And so then I scored the previous lap and then I finished the race there. So Mason Fuller, um, I got at 58 laps, um, with, with 22 minutes in, um, Jared Tebow, uh, I got at 58 laps at 22.06 for second. Mitchell Gardner uh, finished third and uh, was doing, um, he was kind of in no man's land. He was a lap behind and a lap ahead. But, I mean, just the fact that you don't, I mean, I don't think Mitchell's raced that much. No, he just kind of showed up out of nowhere and yeah. started racing and racing for uh, podiums. Yeah. So that's just kind of what he does. Um, Ashton Abdul qualified third, finished fourth, uh, 56 laps. And then Bradley and Mason were involved in a very close race for fifth and sixth. And, um, this, I kind of used them to narrow down what I thought was going on when, when, when the crash happened. So I have, I have Bradley Peterson fifth at 22 laps, 10 seconds. I'm sorry, 55 laps, 22 minutes, 10 seconds. And I have Mason at 55 laps, 22 minutes and 11 seconds. Um, because the problem, the thing is, is the next lap Mason's a lap ahead all of a sudden. So, so that's when Bradley came in and stopped. So that's, that's what I have. Um, Lars Johnson, uh, came with the Colorado group, uh, qualified seventh, finished seventh. Uh, Graham Hill got the bump and, uh, finished eighth. Jackson Anderson was ninth. Uh, Mitchell Pavel was 10th, also getting the bump. And then Chris Morant didn't start, and I never really got an idea. I didn't understand what. Uh, I I think I saw that he broke an arm, a rear arm, and oh, cracked okay. warm up. Because I felt bad. I felt bad starting without him, but I was like, well, I mean, we got to go, you know. Um, but I, I'm not saying that it would have finished this way. Because I mean, I think I think Jared got a little closer after that last pit stop, but unfortunately, I had no way to tell what was going on because the computer had done its thing. Yeah. So, so there's a first time for everything. Um, again, I feel really bad and I want, I just, I apologize to everybody, but like you said, nobody thought it was my fault, which is good. I don't, I don't think anybody would say like, Oh, Alex made the computer crash. Yeah. It definitely wasn't my fault. (laughs) And you can go back and watch the, so we, I, so from now on, we're going to do live stream two ways. So we got the live RC live stream and then we've got, the hobby plex show YouTube channel live stream. And I'm just going to do the a mains on the YouTube channel live stream. Um, cause I'm using my phone. So, uh, you go back and listen to me. I'm just, I'm, I'm like devastated. <laughs> like yeah. all of a sudden I'm super happy. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh my God. Oh no. Oh no. You know? Mm-hmm. So, but it is what it is. And, uh, like I said, we'll, we're going to get it. Uh, we'll, we'll learn from it. And, uh, Move on. Mini Truggy was next. Um, so Drew Rubin King uh, was running his VT64 and uh, just uh, he was really picking up that truck as it went. So, like in practice, he looked like crap. And then, first round of qualifying, he looked pretty good. Second round of qualifying, he looked better. And then the main, he just sort of drove away from everybody. He didn't really crash a whole lot. That being said, Logan Prismanis had a horrible day of qualifying, got the bump, and then ended up finishing second. And he was coming for him. 
If there would have nice. been more, if there would have been more time, mm-hmm. Logan could have Lo- Logan could have caught Drew. Really, I think. I think if he had another minute, because he was clicking out, he was knocking out like like half a second a lap there at the end. So, um, and then Dane Gangler uh, hadn't raced all summer, and he finishes third. Um, Kyle Quast from the eighth to the fourth spot. Uh, John Haas was fifth. Bryson Pavel. Six, Aaron Albert, seventh, Keith Vanderheide, eighth, TJ Williams finished ninth, Nick Poppenfuss was tenth, and then Emerson Sturgeon pulled off uh, six minutes in. He was, uh, he, uh, he drove like a donkey. Yeah. And he didn't listen to me. I told him to put those gold tires that I broke in on Friday. I told him to put him on his truck and he refuses. He puts on those, those baldies that he got where there's hardly any material left on him. Yeah. And I told him, I said, dude, you're not going to like your truck. You're going to, you're going to hate it. It's going to be super. What do incons- you know, dad? Yeah, it's going to be super inconsistent and it's going to grab parts of the track that you don't want to get grabbed and all that. So you should put on these drive, drive it more consistent. Don't drive out of control. Put these tires on. Trust me. He didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And so, I watched him. He was like, he did one of those things where he was mad. So he just gassed it and his truck just started doing whirly birds or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, well, I knew it, but uh, whatever. It's his truck. So, so mm-hmm. he's got to learn from it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, so there's that uh, good start to that one. Uh, we might run, we might run Emerson with nitro next round. Oh, really? Yeah. We got an engine now, courtesy of Pat Volker. Mm. And uh, I just got to get it hooked up. Um, okay, so gas truck. So so there was 12 of you, and because you guys are 10th scale and we're using the whole track, I'm like, well, I'm just going to put all 10 of you in the main, or 12 of you in the main. Yeah. Well, then uh, we actually had 13 because Jason Haley had just arrived. Yeah. So there was 13 of you, and part of me was like, ugh. But then here's the thing, not to sound mean or anything, but the chances of all 13 trucks making it the first five minutes, probably pretty low. The way that everybody was breaking stuff. We well, had like, well, we had like two trucks breaking warm up. Yeah. So I was like, eh, we'll be all right. We'll be fine. So we didn't end up with all 13 trucks running. Um, but I think... There was one, two, there was three trucks out in the first five and a half minutes. So it ended up being kind of what I thought. Yeah. So it was what it was. And then uh, Andrew Reynolds had to go home. And so he let Jared Tebow borrow his truck for the main. Mm-hmm. So, so I was sitting in my pit and uh, he comes over. Cause he broke a axle. Like, I don't, dude, I ran into a truck full tilt and go down the straightaway that was flipped over and I didn't break anything on my truck. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand how you can break anything on these. But anyway, I saw a lot of rear hubs. It's a lot of rear hubs. But how is that different than an electric though? It's not. That's what I'm saying. It just, that's what I saw. But anyway, um, or ball cups. Maybe it was ball cups popping off. I, I broke a ball cup because an eight scale ran, like pushed my car across the track. Right. During uh, practice. practice. At least anyway. it wasn't, at least it wasn't a Traxxas Max. 
Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't Tracks Max. But anyway, like when uh, who was it? Alex? Is that his name? Who is the kid? What kid? What the, are we talking about? Tebow borrow his truck. Oh, Andrew. Andrew. When Andrew came over and was like, "Hey, can I? Can I? Do you have an axle?" I was like, or Chad was like, "Yeah, I do. Why?" I thought you had to go. And he was like, "No, Tebow's gonna borrow my truck." And I went, <laughs> "Damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> like I was like all happy, like working on my truck, putting tires on it. Yeah, Tebow's gonna borrow my truck. Okay, well, son of a bitch. To put this into perspective, <laughs> so so this one time in Lincoln, this one time at the East Park Carpet Track, okay. There was a big weekend race. I can't remember what it was called, but I TQ'd 12 scale. It was the regionals. Was it regionals? Okay. Yeah, I was there. I, I TQ'd 12 scale. Okay. I was so happy and I was going, I was like, man, this is going to be awesome. And then Sunday morning, Kyle Gannon shows up and because there was only nine 12 scales, they put him in the A main. <laughs> so he started, so he didn't qualify at all. He just showed up. Started 10th in the A main and within like three laps had taken the lead. <laughs> and then like, and then like lap me like four times. Okay. And I was so pissed off. I was like, gosh, darn it. I put in all this work all weekend. I'm TQ. I got a good shot to win this thing. And that guy over there who we all know is faster than me. He's, he's the 12 scale God of Nebraska. He shows up without doing any work whatsoever, throws down his car and wins the damn thing. And that's what I was thinking about you. I was like, not to take anything away from you. Let me put this, let me, I'm, I'm not trying to put, throw shade at you in any way, shape or form. But I was like, oh, Tebow's going to run it. It is the equivalent though, right? Okay. Like, All right. <laughs> well, I mean, so like Tebow won every gas truck race. Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, basically. Um, Almost. Yeah, almost. basically. So, <laughs> so like, uh, uh, like the the AE team was undefeated in gas truck throughout the time that there was Roar Nationals for gas truck. Yeah, they never lost a Roar National ever, and I think I think Tebow's got at least what five or six of those. He won all of them. Did he win all of them? He won all of them. He won, really? Yeah. He oh. he just he won all of them. I thought Saxton would have won a couple. I don't know that that's what because uh, I asked uh, Jason one time like if Jason Rota that is I asked him I was like do you think there'd ever be like a gas truck class like recognized by Roar again like a, on a big level he's like no we already we already had gas truck nationals Jared won all of them right and I just I just thought he won them all but yeah uh, he I believe he won well, well, I know like it's his class. Yeah, it is his class. But I also know that that I know for a fact that Losi never, never won any of them. I know that no, it was, you can't it, beat the GT. Don't you it remember was, those yeah, ads? It was all it was to the GT and then the GT2 towards the end there. And that was it. But they but they I, I think Drake maybe TQ'd the Nats because remember they had the Adam Drake TQ edition. Mm-hmm. And it was it was the the different shock tower in the back, and it was like the final version of the Triple X NT or whatever. It wasn't the yeah. Drake edition. There was an Adam Drake edition too, and it had like this TQ package or something like that. Anyways, mm-hmm. yeah, so, but, yeah. But I was sitting no, I there going, to, I used to look at those RC car action ads, going like, oh, "I can't beat the GT, can uh, you?" Like when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what were you gonna say? Go ahead. No, I just I was like, oh man, like, well he is. I was like, well he's starting tenth, so. He's got to drive through all these different guys. And then I think he was in third by the first lap or something. something yeah, it, it was matter. something like, crazy. It didn't matter. It was something it was crazy. Right on me. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it, and but he had to battle Chad for a little bit, and then he 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 dropped a dime on Chad pretty easily, and then and then basically you had to hold him off. Yeah, he did pass me at one point. Yeah, but I think that truck got started to get goofy on him too. Well, literally, like Jared was way faster than me. Oh yeah, easily. Like like hands down. Well, that truck had so much rip, and yours didn't. Yeah. I mean, you could see that like. Your truck was was very smooth and and consistent and and you were able to do the double triple and that was for a gas truck that would, that's the most important part of that track. Mm-hmm. But his the truck that he was driving just had buttloads of rip out of the corners and I mean he was able to yeah. gain anytime that you had a lead he was able to gain on you in certain spots on the track like coming onto the straightaway for instance through that little chicane. Yeah, coming out of well, there he just had so much more rip than you did. My my uh, my engine fattened up on me big time. Like before, before the main, and like, I I can't ask Jackson to try to tune my bottom end. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he doesn't know what to. He wouldn't know where to find it on that engine. Yeah. So it's like, eh, it, it is what it is. I was trying to womp on it harder, and hopefully it'll heat up. Yeah. <laughs> kind of lean out a little bit. But yeah, uh, no, he he got around me and made a little mistake, and then I'd get get a little bit of a. Breathe, little breathing room and he sucked that right up anytime i made like the smallest like blowing a corner by a by a half a car with i mean you could just see it like every time i made it and he did not give anything back and then he'd be right on me again and then something had happened so it's like i'd hold him off and then like uh he might like crash or flip over or something and then um then then i had i had a seven or six second lead going into pit and like Jack- Jackson, like, thanks for pitting me. I really appreciate oh, it. Oh, that but, car crashed in front of you guys. Well, I also had the world's slowest pit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was, well, like I, like I come in and then Jared comes in right behind me and like, I'm like, what is taking? It's just like a second feel like feels like an hour. Yeah. You know, and it's it like, what is taking so long? And then he goes to put my car down, and then Jared's goes down right behind me, and I go, "Oh God!" Like, and Jared's standing right next to me, and like while we were racing, he was like, "I'm coming for you." Well, I was like, "I know, I'm pedaling as fast as I can, dude." <laughs> like, I'm go- I'm trying to go, but um, but towards but, the end of that race, that truck started to do weird stuff. When yeah, he got in the throttle, it would it would start to it started to twist on him. Yeah, I believe he blew a diff. Yeah, but um. Yeah, and that truck that was flipped over in pit lane. Yeah, it was, uh, was definitely a great equalizer for both of us. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, that was it was a uh, it was a race I'll remember for a long time. You yeah, know? it was that was really cool. And I mean, I put in my Facebook post. I said, "Congrats to Will Britton for the turnout," because uh, you know, the thing is, is Techno doesn't make a two wheel drive gas truck, obviously, and so, um. And we're kind of picky about the classes we choose. Like we don't have you truggy, you know, and we don't have a sportsman truggy class because there's in the, there's, there's never been enough entries to, to require it. You know, mm-hmm. the, uh, the main, it just sort of works itself out in the mains. Um, we don't have a 40 plus nitro class. A lot of, and most of the reasons for that is simply due to time. We're trying to do a one race. We're trying to do two qualifiers, bump ups, nitro mains which are longer all in one day so we can't have eight nine ten classes we just can't unless you guys want to run one qualifier how much fun is that you know nah so you know 
adding gas, taking away Pro Four and adding gas truck, it was it was a decision that I made over the summertime. And the the reason why we added gas truck was because it is a nitro class, and also uh, Ignite RC agreed to give away a kit. Yeah, you know, if if no if there was no kit, I would have been like, uh, can't do it because I needed. There's got to be an incentive to run the series. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you guys had. 12 trucks for most of the day and a 13th truck at the end. I mean, that was really good. You know? Yeah, no, it if, was... Uh, if you would have had it, two more, maybe two more trucks or maybe even one more, there would have been a seven and six qualifier, like two an extra qualifier. Yeah. But but we just ran all 12 of you in a qualifier and it worked out fine. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I mean, that being said, um, you know, you got a TQ and a win. And... Yeah. Uh, um, it doesn't say it, but technically Jared Tebow got second. Um, shows Andrew Reynolds, but we'll fix that. Um, Chad Parks was third. Chad Parks, the owner of Ignite RC. Yeah. The designer of the truck. So he's, he gets podium up there. Uh, Mitchell Gardner had a really good day qualifying and ended up finishing fourth. Uh, Wade Garing, you and him have been really working hard to get those trucks good. And uh, so he scores a top five for all that work. Yeah. Honestly, his truck looked really good. Yeah, no, he he did really well. Like, I was I was I was really uh, impressed and proud of him, you know, because uh, there's like some Sundays. It's like I'm, I was like I'm going up to the track. He's like, oh, I don't know. I was like, hey, you want to get your stuff good and do well this winter? This is the time that you put. That now is when you put the time in to have a good baseline setup that you can drive. Yeah, and just show up and run and not have to worry about setup. He's like, okay, I'll come. And, yep. you know, he did that a couple of different, actually, I think four different times with me. Yeah. So, uh, West Mirror Valley, uh, finished sixth. Uh, Jake Stoltzing was seventh. Aaron Kuhn was eighth. Jason Haley with no practice, no qualifying, finished mm-hmm. ninth, finished ninth. Nice. Um, Jason Haley's local too. Yep. Uh, Lucas Baker. Uh, was 10th. Brian Kiever was 11th. Austin Schaefer was 12th. And Philip Hoke was 13th. Those bottom three guys did break out kind of early. Um, Jason Haley, Wade Garrett, and you were the gas truck guys at the uh, truck series this year. Mm-hmm. So got some extra time in there too. Yeah. Now, like, hopefully guys come to this series and, you know, even if it's from, you know, south or wherever, they get a nice experience at the track and kind of know what it's made of the, like, hey, this is a pretty pleasurable experience just to come and run your gas truck at our track. So maybe this summer we'll see more yeah. coming in. Um, so then we had gas, uh, uh, not gas truck. We had Truggy, and this is I was after the computer thing, man. I was holding my breath for those those last two nitro mains for your main and for this one because I was like, man, what if yeah. something happens again? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was one reason why I wanted to stay ahead of Jared as much as possible. So if the computer did go down, I was scored in first place. Great. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. So uh, the last three years, four years, maybe three years, Greg Baumel and Jeremy Whiting have pretty much um, been at the top of Truggy. So you had... Um, Greg Baumel, Jeremy Whiting, and then Zach Van Dalen uh, the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And Greg actually won. If I'm, I, I got to look at my pictures, but uh, Greg won last year's champ, champ, whereas Zach won the previous year. But the, those three had been at the top. Well, I mean, Zach wasn't here. So you had uh, Greg and Jeremy, they swapped. So Jeremy, Jeremy got a TQ, but he finished second. Greg got a, 
uh, qualified second, but finished first. So they traded a hundred point scores. Um, Shelby Parker from Colorado finished third. And then here's Logan again. Logan Prismanis was fourth. And again, he was coming, man. He had a fast truck. Like he was there. Um, Chris Morant, I believe had a flame out about midway through and ended up fifth. Otherwise he would have been up there too. Um, Parker Clemmie had a great run. He bumped up from the B finished sixth. Um, Jared Stokes, uh, finished seventh. Bill Nichols was eighth. Armand Charland was ninth and Robert Rinaldi was 10th. So a good start to a nitro truggy, kind of the usual suspects in that class. Logan Prismanis is new as of this year. He didn't run. He's never ran a winter series before. So, um, he's kind of the local hope right now. Then we get into finally the, uh, the electric stuff. And uh, again, dude, so sportsman, I believe had like 50 cars and expert had almost 60. So, I mean, good, good Lord. There's a lot of electric buggies. Can you think how much money is sitting in the pits on a race day? I, I think about it all the time when I leave my stuff there overnight. I mean, so, I mean, think about that though. They're at a thousand dollars a piece, right? Yeah. Minimum. It's more like $1,500 a piece. There's, so we, you had almost a hundred eight scales. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm sorry. You did. You, you had almost a hundred electric eight scales, right? Mm-hmm. At a thousand dollars. That's, that's a hundred thousand dollars, right? Yeah. I mean, think about that. And that's not even thinking about the nitro stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy to think about. And all the other equipment. Which is a, which is a good, I mean, the nice thing about the Plex is it's, it's kind of a fortress. So, mm-hmm. but also that's why we don't leave our stuff in our cars when we're yeah. staying places. That being said, uh, I don't know why I brought that up, but I just, it just boggles my mind sometimes how much. Well, it's kind of a nice reminder, you know, like, Hey, when you come, you know, don't leave your stuff in your vehicle. Yeah. You know, even in our parking lot. Yeah. Cause you know, those scumbags are, are watching our Facebook going, Oh my God, they're having a huge techno race. Let's go, let's go check all the cars. Dude. I've heard of guys at the, uh, just to, like when they'd have a heart of America series or even like a road nationals here in Lincoln at the honor track. Like somebody would be walk, walking by and they, they somebody left their car sitting on the table to warm up and somebody walking down the bike path would walk over and grab their car while it's running and right. walk off with it. Yeah. So you do got to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Enough of that. We'll talk. Stop talking about that. Uh, sportsman. We had uh, Keith Vanderhyde taking the win. Um, and then this is why I like the sportsman class so much because these are the regular, it's kind of like our independent class. It is our independent class. What am I saying? We just don't call it independent on the eight scale side of things, but that's basically what it is for, for our sportsman classes. You can't have any sponsors. If you're sponsored by, you know, give me one. What, what's a, what's a fun sponsor name? You could be sponsored Bob's by Bob's basement, uh, lug nuts and screws. Yeah. Or, uh, uh, Pete's, Pistons, Pete's, yeah, Pete's packing pistons. Like you just Pete, you can't Pete's Pete's bottom pack piston pumper accessories. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, so these are all just regular guys, and uh, there was a lot of them. But yeah, Hyde, strong independent drivers that don't need no man to sponsor that's, them. That's right. That's what I always say on the microphone. <laughs> and it's independent races. <laughs> 
Uh, John Haas, qualifying second, finishing second. Uh, Wade Garing got to TQ but finished third. Uh, Tyler Canine was fourth. That's that kid from uh, Des Moines. Mm-hmm. That's coming with those guys now. Tyler Fleming was fifth. Philip Hoke was sixth. Bryson Pavel seventh. Nick Poppenfuss was eighth. Nick Sneathan was ninth. Uh, Tyler Studer was tenth. And Tim Crystal, um, I think he broke out, uh, ended up finishing 11th. Oh. So Vanderheide got the lead at lap three, and that was that. It was, it was over after that. Um, and then Expert, our last race of the night. Um, we started this race so much earlier than I thought we were going to. I was so happy. Um, Mason Fuller got the win. Jared got the TQ. So they, they again, they, they traded 100. So they both have 100 points after today. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't know if either of these two are going to race the full series. Yeah. Because I think there's a couple of our Techno Series races that land on some of those big events. Uh, that they're going to all travel to. So I, I don't know if they're going to be able to do the whole thing this year. I wish I could schedule around that stuff, but I kind of try to keep our techno series consistent year, year to year. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of always kind of the first Saturday of the month unless, except for December. And the reason, the reason why I did that this year, if you'll notice, uh, my birthday is December 3rd. Yeah. I, I wanted, I wanted a birthday weekend to myself. Yeah. Yeah. The only time it ever changes is if somebody gets married. That too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to happen to me or us. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So Mason Fuller with the win, Jared Tebow with the second. Uh, they didn't lap me. So I, I finished sixth. They didn't lap me until the very, very, very end. I don't think I did get lapped. You didn't get lapped because I was the last one that I was the last one to get lapped by him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I had a few opportunities to move over for Mason and I'm like, I think I'm just going to keep going. Cause I was trying to chase you down and I was like, oh. I'm just going to keep going. And then if, if he, if he gets really close to me, then I'll let him go. And he finally got really close to me and I finally let him go. But that was the, I, you know, I think it was the very last lap as a matter of fact. Yeah. Mason Herrick, uh, getting a third. So Mason continues to, uh, to improve and to, and to uh, start to make podiums and stuff. So he's he's from the uh, Wichita Hutchinson area. Yeah, we had a pretty good race for third there for yeah for half the race. Man, I was pretty bummed out because there was a bunch of cars that crashed in front of me. I qualified eighth, mm-hmm. and the next thing you know, I was in fifth, and I was pretty close to everybody. And then I I I, I rewatched this race on the live stream, and I think lap five I rolled it at the end of the straightaway. Yeah, and I didn't need a marshal, but that's all it took to make it, so I couldn't catch back up to you guys. Yeah. And then Ashton, I think, was the one that crashed. Yeah. Because I had to fight him off for a few laps, and then finally he, I was just like, well, he got me. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, and he got he got me at the, like, the last last corner, the last lap or something like that. And Yeah. Um, I just, uh, I think my tires got too low. Like, they're so low that you can see the carcass coming through the other side, my fronts, mm-hmm. were that way. And it, that thing was so, like, edgy at the end and since they're i was running slicks pretty much uh it would just like going off a jump sometimes it would squid out on like the dust and stuff like the tire dust it yeah. just kind of builds up on the track so if i feel like i probably should have mounted up a fresher set of tires for for the main yeah i think it would have been really good see i just it would have just been perfect for these races man i just i just mount one set of tires yeah well 
and I think I practiced too much with my buggy. Yeah. I think I ran it like six times. I ran, I ran. So did you know? I was, I was mentioning this in the. Uh, we'll get to the results here in a second, but I was mentioning this in practice. I never actually raced e buggy on the Ellipse tire until this weekend. Yeah. Uh, last year, the last run, nobody had any ellipses in stock. So I, I had to run my gold dirt webs that I had lying around mm-hmm. and I mounted up those brand new and ran those. And then, uh, when we started up here in the fall again, those last three weekends that we raced, I was on gold dirt webs again. Huh. And then I got in my stuff from Jay concepts and then the store got in a bunch of them too. And uh, I finally mounted up a pair and Friday was the first time I've ever driven with them. And I was like, this is like cheating. Yeah. That's what it felt like. And I, I was like, I think I'm done practicing. <laughs> I don't want to ruin these or, or mess. And my car was really good, even though I knew the grip would change and it would, it would more than likely get higher. So I did practice again that night at like nine o'clock and still was really good. So then I just left it alone. Yeah. I kept changing stuff on my car. It got better every time. Yeah. I talked to Tebow after the race. He looked at my car and was like, why are you running this and this and this? And I was like, I, I, I don't know. Cause, cause that's what was in the book. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. What should I run, sir? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to, I'm, I might be changing some stuff for this Friday. Yeah. Change it. Um, okay. So Ashton finished fourth. He was all the way down at one point. I think he was, where was he? Dude, he was dead last on the first lap. Yeah. And then he had to work his way all the way back up. And yeah, he got you on the on the very last lap. Mm-hmm. Um, you were fourth for a majority of that race until the very end when you got fifth. I was actually in eighth, right where I qualified for a majority of that race after I rolled it. But uh, James crashed, and then Jackson crashed soon after that, and I was able to get by both of them. Mm-hmm. And I finished, I only finished four seconds behind you. Yeah. And uh, the parody there, if you look at the lap time, I mean, you and I were pretty pretty close. So the, the faster lap, did you, you? You did, of course. But oh, I did. Yeah, but there is no. Um, what was my fast lap? Uh, hang on, I'll tell you. Your fast lap was a twenty-two-three. I think my fastest was a twenty-two-seven. But your average top ten was twenty-two-five, and my average top ten was a twenty-two-seven. So I was just a tick slower. But close, but close enough to be within sight of you. I mean, I saw you, and I was yeah. I also crashed a lot, really hard, really hard. That one crash. That's all it took. Otherwise, I would have been battling for fourth with you guys. I was, I was trying to get by uh, Herrick, and he was holding such good tight lines. Like I had to like try to force a a pass on him, and I I wasn't going to run into him, but. I was trying to pass him going up that ski jump, like to the 180 and then the uphill, mm-hmm. the the whatever. And then uh, uh, every time I tried to do it like close to the pipe, my car had come off like like this. I think it, my tires are just so low that I just didn't have that drive with tread right. to keep my car headed straight. And I was just trying to jump on the inside of that 180 and claim that corner. Yeah. And I just couldn't, couldn't this- get it done. I had two tries. I got I was able to try it twice. That was like the only spot that I could, because even coming on the oval, I was like, oh, let's get him on the oval. No big deal. And then like the time we come down the oval, he's like next to the pipe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't know. I try him on the outside the next lap, or I could try the ski jump again. Yeah. And I tried the ski jump again. Um, This this track was very good. Oh, it was by far my favorite. Like the layout wise, just for racing, was was very, very good. 
you know, is great for both classes or both uh, scales of cars. Yeah. There was, there was truck and a bunch of really good passing spots too. Mm-hmm. And then pretty good marshalling spots for that matter. Yeah. You know, that's, that's always my first thing I think of is where, where are people going to marshal where they're not going to get killed? Mm-hmm. So, um, I finished sixth, you know, honestly, I'll take that. Um, qualifying eighth, finished sixth. Um, anything ahead of Jackson's. All right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, James, speaking of James ham finishing seventh and Jackson Anderson, Finished eighth. Nah. And then Ruben King uh, finished ninth, and Brandon Carney uh, finished tenth. That was his, I believe, first time running e-buggy at our track, at least. And uh, he made the main out of 60 cars, so that's... Yeah, he did really well. I was impressed with Brandon. Yeah. Um, and that's that. That was, uh, that was a big race weekend. Um, we get to do it again December 11th. Um, more than likely, it's going to be a little colder out. I'm hoping, you know, the last couple of years we've gotten really lucky with, uh, yeah. with weekend weather for this series. There's, uh, then there was one year where like January and February were like zero degrees out. Yeah. And that was rough. Those are, those are rough. Those aren't my favorite times to be there. I get the feeling everybody knows what they're in for, so they don't really care that much. Well, I mean, I don't even notice it. Like when I look back and remember the races, mm-hmm. like and how cold it was. Like I don't remember how cold it was. I just remember racing. Right. Yeah. I can. See, yeah, I can see that. And really, once you get on the driver's stand in that building, even though the doors are open, it's not too bad. No, the driver's because the dri- the way that building is built, the driver's stand gets all the heat. Mm-hmm. It's just marshalling for thirty minutes. It sucks. Yeah. So. Bundle up. Bundle up, Buckaroo. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, you want to do a pivot break, and then we'll get to comments and uh, wrap this thing up? Yeah, I need a pivot break. All right, go go enjoy your pivot break. And now, a word from our sponsors. Yeah! This is a Pivot Lending Update with Dave Rolson and Don Zoller. Get some. This is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. Today is May 10th, 2021. And we are excited to let everybody know at Pivot Lending, we have a one-year lock program now. If you are in the construction market and you're looking to build your new home and uh, you're concerned about the interest rate fluctuations or rising interest rates, which I don't blame you, we've got a one-year lock program. So give us a call, 402-881-5951, and we can help you with that long-term interest rate lock, 402-881-5951. We can lock your rate up to one year. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109995. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. I just got a text from Gretchen, and uh, if John Haas is on here, this would be a good time to chime in here. Welcome to Texts from Gretchen. Today's episode, Bearded Dragons, Deep Throating, and You. Seriously. <clears throat> she says, um, I fed Hydra, that's our bearded dragon, uh, 15 of those giant worms and gave her a bath. She puffed her throat out uh, more than I've ever seen like really, really, really big. Should I be worried about her doing that? And then she texts like one minute later. Also, do they swim? 
Bearded dragons have to swim, right? Mm-hmm. They can swim. I'm no expert. I've given her a bath, and she's she's she'll sit there and kind of simmer. Her? And then when well, no, when she wants out, she's just she just like starts going all over the place. I got yelled at today. Why? I left uh <laughs> I left a bunch of dishes in the sink. <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh Alex enjoys dirtying dishes and leaving them in the sink just as much as making a meal. Yeah. Like it's part of it. Oh man, I can't wait to make Make some macaroni and cheese, and for every I'm gonna dirty a bowl every time I make get a bowl, <laughs> like new bowl every time. It's just it's one of the predictabilities about about being married is that I know, I know that if I make anything, if I cook anything, and I mean I clean up a little bit, I like run water through it, and then I just leave yeah, it in the sink. You do you do some, yeah, you do a little. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't text me about that. That would be funny, especially because we were just talking about that. Well, because one of the things that I do, I know one of the things that I do is I, uh, um, I switch spoons. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I'll, I'll have one spoon that I use for mixing the macaroni and cheese, but I don't want to eat with that spoon. So I take the spoon and I just sort of set it in the sink and I open it up and I grab another spoon, the one that I actually want to eat it with, and then I eat, mm-hmm. I eat that. Uh-huh. It's the little things in life. Yeah. John Haas says that his does that too, so there you go. Hmm? Hmm? Oh, yeah? Do you have one? Well, uh, we can get to the comments and, uh, and go from there. Do we have many? Uh, no, not really. Not really. Hey, here's a tip, by the way. Uh, if you show up to a racetrack and they're clearly practicing, um, probably not a good idea to uh, take your X-Max or whatever out there and uh, start smashing into everybody. Yeah, and going backwards on the track. and Yeah. yeah I mean, it happened. No, that's not a good idea. And then no, don't be surprised if people start saying stuff to you, like like the race director. Yeah, I You're mean... Like, hey, yeah. probably not a good idea to do that right now. Like, we have open track days. Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, where you can more than welcome to come in. How are we supposed to know that? Well, I, I, yeah, I, I guess, I guess you should ask. I would ask. Like if I went to a place that I'd never been before, before I started monster jamming on stuff and everybody, I would actually find somebody and ask, Hey, can I run right now? And you know, yeah, can and, I monster if, jam and, right now? and if you're told no, then you should probably, probably not instead of, well, I'm going to do it anyways. So. <laughs> I know better than the guy that operates this thing. Yeah, yeah, we're way better. Or if you get asked uh, if you if you had paid, and your response is "We're supposed to pay," like that should be the end of it, right there. Like, like, oh yeah, you guys are getting paid. Yeah, you have to pay to you have to pay to use something. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And you're like, well, money can be exchanged for goods and services, right? Yeah, this giant place that is really expensive is a, is a is a good or service mm-hmm. you have to pay for. <sighs> um, 
Okay, here we go. Uh, Travis Clancy, Alex, Will, and John. Nice run Saturday. Just watched the mains. Uh, Will, congrats on the winning gas truck. That was Travis Clancy. Thanks, buddy. Um, Rob the Mouth Millen uh, is like, all right, I made the live show. And uh, yeah. Uh, John says he ha- he never even left his house yesterday. That's kind of how I felt. I was such a date. Like, I don't, I kind of remember yesterday, but not really. And then when I woke up today, I was, I was like, I was like a whole new person. Yeah. Uh, Steve RC wants to know where is trackside where you were talking about the locals and the trackside is in Milwaukee. Algonquin for the good land. Does this guy know how to party or what? Huh? 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 Or wait, is that another movie you haven't seen? No, of course I've seen that. Good God. Did you know that Milwaukee is one of only two cities in the United States uh, who's elected two socialist mayors? (laughs) (laughs) That's right, Pete. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Jackson Anderson said there was going to be at least five, or not at least, said there was going to be five rounds of the INS next year. So there should be four rounds and a final. Nice. Uh, Wade Garing's on here. Says, sup, fellas. Tomcat's, hey, on, Tomcat's on here or was on here. Bob Thorpe from the Pits is on here. Uh, Rob says, Hobbyplex bucket list. Thank you. Make sure it's the right one. Yeah, the original. Yeah, the original. I think I even put that in my post today. The original. <laughs> nice. Um, are you clipping parts trees? No, no. You, you were clipping your uh, foams there. It's punching hole, holes in foams. Yeah, it's like my least favorite thing to do. One of my least favorite things to do. You end up with something, a honeycomb pattern, kind of like that. And that's for your gas truck. Yeah, for outdoor. I don't know. I I have these sprinters, you see, and I don't know. I have those and double D's. I don't know what I'm going to run. And I have some sprinters mounted up with open cell, like you see here, and I have some mounted up with closed cell. I don't know what I'm walking into. I heard it's loamy dirt, so I'm assuming the double D. I wish I had some uh, goosebumps. Did you see? Uh, well, I know you want to run J Concepts tires. Never mind. Uh, on Marketplace here in Omaha, uh, this guy I know he posted four pairs of red <laughs> if, if Marpin truck tires, <laughs> brand new in the package for sale. Uh, he posted uh, like like four pairs of uh, of uh, pink compound uh, buggy taper pins, um, green compound uh, BK bars, and then he had uh, two full pairs of Losi Boss Claws, which is a, a two point two crawling tire. Ooh. I almost bought. I almost they're still. I doubt anybody's gonna buy them, but yeah. I almost I I might still text him. It depends on how if if he still got him by Friday and I get a big check, I'm gonna be like, dude, I'll take him. So yeah, we'll see see what happens. Yeah, nope, gotta stay loyal here. That's I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I always do. I know. You know, and these are gonna work good. I know they will. I got two two pairs of red Ifmar studs, brand new in the package. That's what the goosebumps are like. Yeah, goosebumps get a little stretchy, but for no, me, they don't. I use those sure. all the time. I used to. I remember them uh, the last time I used them on truck. I I thought they I thought goosebumps were a little stretchy. I thought that's why we got flip outs. Oh, maybe. Anyways, yeah, whatever. Uh, 
Ben Dinger said, uh, always run redundancy when you can. Been an IT engineer for 24 years. Never fails to fail. So, yeah, I know. Uh, Jackson said he finished his main with a fully cracked A-arm. Nice. Nice. That was um, a nitro buggy. Uh, I think so, yeah. Tom Rennernex was on here. He says, uh, what's up, Will? Nice hey. nice run this weekend. Thanks. Um, uh, John Haas says he was pretty scared for you on that one, Will, but you drove away just fine. And uh, let's see. Uh, and then he says, gas truck was so much fun to watch. Turbo yeah. Freak is on here trying to find an RC8BE gearbox case. That's I, the original RC8? I think so. I don't yeah. know. Good luck. Good luck That's going to be a tough one. That's going to be tough. Um, uh, John Haas says that his, uh, his lizard also does the same thing, but he's a terrible swinner. Terrible swimmer, but he doesn't drown. So there you oh. go. <laughs> Jackson Anderson says the dude with the guy with the X Max purposely hit his e buggy every time they got near him, and he was just laughing, saying "gotcha." Mm. See, that makes me even more upset because that mean yeah. those guys knew that they weren't supposed to be up there. Yeah, and then and then when they got confronted on it, they like they like passed it off to that dude who kind of got on, who kind of like got in my face a little bit. It seemed like, and and they kept running, so it's almost like they distracted me. You know, that's what, that's why I stopped practice like a minute early. Cause I was just like, all right, fine. Yeah. So, and Jared was in that practice session too. He just left. So, uh, John Haas, will, do you glue your foams to the wheel for truck? No. Okay. Uh, uh-uh. and, uh, finally Rob the mouth says, uh, for sure. I talked to will, so I'm in good hands. Alex, the OG plex. <laughs> Exactly. That's it. That's all the comments we got. Oh, Techno Series, round one, 2021, 2022 in the books. Next week will just be a regular race weekend. Um, we'll catch up with you about your weekend going down to yeah. race gas truck outdoors. Yeah, I'm, I'm driving down to Chad Park's house on uh, Thursday night, and then Friday morning we're going to drive down to Oklahoma. And then practice Friday. All the racing will be on Saturday, and then we'll come back Saturday night. Yay. Um, I am still trying to get some people that I know lined up for a couple like one-on-one interviews for our Patreon page. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know we were trying to get guests on tonight, and it didn't work out. So stay tuned, because it won't be just us all the time. But uh, we were thinking yeah. about trying to get a guest or two on here. But I'm still trying to do the thing for the Patreon page, just because... Our four Patreon members, uh, Peter, Jason, uh, Steve, and uh, Nick. I know they're starting us off, but uh, once once we get that going, I think I think it'll be more than just a tip for Will and I. Just the tip? Just the tip. Just the tip. You'll actually have some content to, to listen to, so. Yeah. Hey, do I have any uh, internet money? Yeah, a little bit. How much? Uh, we just got our Patreon today, actually. Really? Yeah. Yep. Can I, could I have my internet money? Yeah. Just got to pay okay, it to you. Yeah. Could you? I, I need it. Okay. For this weekend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a four hundred one k you can draw out of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I've I've only gotten internet money one time. 
and that one time you paid for food for me. Yeah. Okay. That was it. It should it should well, be and, like and the hotel. A couple thousand. <laughs> oh yeah, and the, and the hotel. hotel. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Is that it? Is that all we got? I think that's all we got. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh. Here, so here's my here's my truck. The the winning truck. The winning here. truck. Yeah. Just uh, nothing special, you know. It's pretty cool. But um, I sent Chad my setup sheet. Did you it, see? So. Uh, what? Is it JBRL that had a pretty good gas truck class this weekend too? Yeah, dude. Dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad and I were, at one time, we were talking about going out there for one of those. Mm. Dude, making the, the national tour of gas truck racing. I'd, I'd like to go to another JBRL um, in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Use my vacation and, uh, and get out there. The problem is, is that I don't, I, not right now. The whole flying thing right now bothers me. I don't want to wear a mask the whole time. So and, I don't, do and, I don't wanna, and I don't want to go to California. Oh. <laughs> like those two things together, it's like, ugh. Yeah. Not that I'm anti any of that. I just, I just, it's nice being here where you generally don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it'd be badass to go out there in the middle of winter for a gas truck race outside. Oh, yeah. No, no, totally. You, you kidding me? Yeah. It'd be, It'd be bad to the bone, man. I don't know. I'll think about and, it. And it wouldn't be, it'd be a California race without, you know, the, like the expensive entry fees of a Reedy race, you know? Well, exactly. That was the fun part about doing the JB rail the two weeks after the Reedy race was mm-hmm. that it was the same layout. It was just yeah. uh same layout, but just, uh, um, you know, more classes, kind of a different atmosphere. Well, then you probably got to drive more. I did get to drive a lot more. Yeah, both mm-hmm. Emerson and I both did. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Okay, so check this out. Just, just to, just to show how awesome our Midwest guys are, the Jimmy Babcock Racing League had 181 entries. Wow. 109, 109 drivers. How many we have? We had. We had 120 some drivers. 129 drivers and 239 entries. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. All right. Uh, this show has been brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. And uh, you mentioned our show to Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad, and you can get yourself $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate. And um, they've been a sponsor. They've been able to bring us weekly because this isn't, this isn't free. My sister owns webrise.com. And uh, they're the ones that produce the show. They give us this awesome soundproof booth to be in. They got all the equipment. They're the ones that get us on YouTube and all that stuff. So Pivot Lending has been paying for that uh, so that we can get on every single week instead of once a month like we were going to do. So Mm -hmm. um, that's why your uh, Patreon would be important if you want to become a Patreon member and just support the show that way or every once in a while throw in a super chat, whatever you need to do. Super chat. You know, even when stuff goes weird, like it did, uh, like it did Saturday, uh, seems like everything still works out in the end. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got. See you guys. Thanks for listening and watching. Bye.